If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Hello, and welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Tara Bradner, and today I'm so excited to host a wonderful guest you're going to meet from Fertility Fitness. You can find her over on Instagram, Maria McMaster. Thank you for joining us, Maria. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. So let's just dive in. Tell us about you and your journey and what it is that you do. Okay, brilliant. So um, as you can probably tell, I am from the UK. So this is very exciting for me. <laughs> so, I love it. Love I know, it. it's international. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, so yeah, so my name's Maria. Um, and I'm kind of known as Fitness Fertility on social media. And basically, my story is I have polycystic ovaries. So that's where the, you know, PCOS. So that's where the fertility side of, of kind of my life comes in. Um, I am lucky enough to have two two children which I'm very grateful for both of which were conceived using Clomid and um, because basically I just don't ovulate it would seem my body just doesn't want to do that so luckily for me the Clomid was really effective and it did work um, so I am one of the lucky people when it does come to Clomid um, so that's kind of where the fertility interest comes in and then for me the fitness side is because I love everything to do with fitness um always have done so I've you know I've done karate and touch rugby and gym and running um and then recently I decided to train as a personal trainer which I passed my last assessment yesterday which Yay! I'm super excited about so, so I'm so I'm actually so proud of myself so absolutely yeah, so proud I've of done it. I am I'm like do you know what I'm going to celebrate this I am proud of myself I've done it with you know two kids and I'm so I'm dead chuffed with that so passed my personal training assessment yesterday um but my kind of day job if you like is as a psychology teacher which I absolutely love and I've been doing that for about 15 years so yeah psychology graduate psychology teacher with um personal training now on my list as well so basically that's that's kind of my background and, and my story really and here I am today yes so, yeah. you have a very nice blend then when it came to infertility with the fitness and the mental health part of it it does seem to have come together quite nicely. Obviously, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> you would never no. wish. You would never wish infertility on anybody. And, you know, the psychology degree I did because I love psychology. It was nothing, you know, fertility wasn't even on my radar at, at that point. You know, 18, 19, 20 years old, it, it really wasn't, you know, anything that I was thinking about, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of weird that things have come together quite nicely. Right. in a kind of roundabout way um and really what I'm trying to do now is just help other people if I can 
the fitness side of things was where I thought, well, maybe, maybe that's where I can try and help people. So hence the fitness fertility. That's my story. Love really. I love combining passion with profession to equal purpose. Ooh, there's Ooh, a I like that. There. Yes, that I like. <laughs> and yeah, yes, I'm going to steal that. I like it. I like it. Well, let's dive in. You have brought forward three hopeful hints for our listeners. And so let's just get to it. Hopeful hint number one, to be in as good a shape as possible. And remember, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, this is. So for me, when I first started with the fertility treatment, even though it was quite straightforward for me compared to a lot of people, like I've listened to your story and, you know, your story is an example of why this is a marathon, not a sprint. It just, unfortunately, it just can take such a long time from the initial thought of, oh, maybe, maybe we'll have children. And, you know, you go to school and they say, look at a boy and you'll get pregnant. And, and then it turns out that okay. <laughs> with you, you're like, all oh, right, okay. And then with infertility, that is just not the way it happens. So for me, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, well, infertility is a physical condition. It's a physical condition. It's not all in your head, contrary to what some people think. It, it really is a physical thing. It's quite often an endocrine disorder. So when we were trying to have our first son, for me, a big part of it was, was getting as fit as possible because I wanted my body to be ready potentially for any type of pregnancy. But really, you know, the fertility meds, they're having an effect on your body. And for me, it was like training for an endurance race. Unfortunately, like we said, you wouldn't wish this on anybody, but it is a bit like an endurance race, um, which is how I saw it anyway. And then you've got all this stuff about with my psychology head on, you know, stress in the immune system. Unfortunately, you probably are going to feel stressed going through infertility treatment. You know, you've got, am I going to get the drugs? Am I going to get the meds? Are the meds going to work? Have I taken them on the right day? You know, when is my next appointment going to be? Are the doctors going to be open for my blood tests? You know, there's all this stress along the way. And then you've got the research about stress affecting the immune system. And, you know, it can, it can make you poorly. And I just thought for me, based on what I knew, right, I'm going to try and get as, as kind of fit as possible um, because I think it might be a long, you know, a long old road, which for a lot of people like yourself, it is. So that was kind of my first, my first thing was try and get in your best shape. Yours would be different to mine, obviously. Mine would be different to someone else's, but just work, you know, whatever works for you. So that was my first one. That's such a great analogy and not to compare yourself. No, we're different. Right. Like we're in different, I think I've used analogy too. I like it. Like the, the, I don't run <laughs> for certain, <laughs> but like we all are in the same race, but our mm -hmm. pace might be different. So our, and our end goal is the same, you know, too. Yeah. So I like that. I really like how you, how you presented that. So your hope number two was exercise for both mental and physical health. Lately, I've mm. had to do that for myself. Like, okay, Tara, like, go and just do it because you know, mentally you're going to feel so much better afterwards and it doesn't have to be, yes. long, you know, but just that, that mental health benefit mm. that you can get from, from being active. That I, what you've just said sums it up so nicely. Cause one of the things I always think of is, okay, I don't always want to go and work out. It, you know, I am, I love personal training and I love fitness, but I'm in the UK. It's cold. It snows. Like it was snowing today. It was minus, you know, whatever temperature, but I never regret it. Once I've been out, I never regret it. And it's not to do with the calorie burning. It's not to do with necessarily the muscle building. It's the pure mental health. It's the being outside. And what I've realized is the being outside means you're not on your phone. 
So you're not going down a deep, dark spiral, Googling insane things about, you know, fertility or infertility and ending up in a very strange corner of the internet where, you know, it's not reliable information. Dark over there. Stay away yeah. from it. <laughs> Staying away from that dark, dark place, yes. you know, and you know you're there and you can't leave. And it just seems to be that you spiral and we've all been there and there's absolutely no judgment. But so for me, yeah, the, the exercising, obviously it ties into point number one, but you've got the mental health side of it like you've said it just massively helps even if it is just being away from your phone and for me like you've said it doesn't have to be running it could be put on some comfy trainers and go and walk around your garden it could be go walk around the block depending on where you live depending on the weather I'm lucky I live in the country so for me it's quite easy to get out but you know it doesn't have to be a kind of massive massive effort which the physical health side of things in my head kind of has two strands you've got your kind of just get out go for a walk around your garden just get started and then the other side of the physical which is where I'm particularly interested from the personal training side is there's a lot of academic research out there and at the minute I'm kind of reading a paper to a week or I'm trying to anyway about the fitness side and the training side of fertility and infertility and what can help so for me I've been looking at this idea that you know, resistance training with the weights has been shown to help with insulin resistance. And obviously with polycystic ovaries, you might also have insulin resistance and that's a massive thing. And then you've got things like um, high intensity training has been shown to help with polycystic ovaries, but not with everybody. So you have to be quite careful. It, it, it's not a one size fits all. And then you've got things like endometriosis. Well, some people have endometriosis that responds really well to exercise because exercise is anti-inflammatory. Endometriosis has an inflammatory condition. But then some people, if the exercise is too intense, you know, it can actually make their symptoms worse. But for me, what I'm really enjoying is, you know, I'm a geek. I'm happy to admit I'm a geek. I love studying. I love learning. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just love it. I'm like, oh, just tell me more. But for me, I'm really keen, yeah, to look at what the actual academic, scientific, you know, peer-reviewed journals say about exercise um, and then try and apply that basically to when I start training clients. So that's because I want to help. And if I can help you with your PCOS or your endometriosis, we can't cure it, obviously. That would be amazing if we could. But if I can maybe just help with your mental health or maybe just maybe your symptoms won't be quite as bad. And I don't know how it works in America, but in the UK, I know we were chatting before, you know, they won't actually give you fertility meds if your BMI is in, I think it's 35. And unfortunately, you know, as we know, PCOS, a lot of people, they will put on weight very easily. So it might just, with the endometriosis, you might be so uncomfortable, you don't want to work out. Working with someone like yourself, you might be able to gauge that, you know, and, and mm -hmm. adjust and modify somebody's that's all I want to do yeah and for me it would be thing what I'm kind of planning on is things like I'm not going to give you weekly workouts so I've been training on a client and one of the main feedback points was well actually instead of having it like a traditional workout plan where it's week one week two week three break it down just into individual workouts because if your endometriosis flares up week two you might not want to work out that week and then what happens is with the mental health side of things, you look at your plan and you get really stressed because you think, oh, my God, I'm behind in my plan and I'm never going to catch up. And then what do you do? Well, you stop exercising because psychologically and the mental health. So one of the things I'm keen to do was actually just have a one, two, three, four, five. Try and do maybe two workouts a week if you can. But if not, don't worry about it. It's fine. If you want to do an extra workout in the week, brilliant. Just pick up the extra workout, move on to it because you might feel amazing one day. And be like, brilliant, I'm going to smash it today. And then the next day you just feel awful, don't you? So. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's really with your third hopeful hint. Rest, yes. Rest when needed. This goes mentally and physically. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, and to be honest, this probably ties all three points together because like we said at the very beginning, it is unfortunately for a lot of people a long journey and it's exhausting. And whether it's with the physical exercise when you're just physically too tired, you know, if you've been giving yourself injections, like I was listening to a story about the um, tornado warning and you're giving yourself injections, <laughs> yes, honestly. The tornado seller, that. Oh my God. That's a whole I thing was, somewhere waiting to be written. <laughs> honestly, I was like, I need to hear more about this. But that, you know, if, if you're giving yourself injections, it's exhausting. They hurt, they yeah. bruise. You might not want to be doing push-ups the day after you've given yourself injections. You might not want to be doing squats because, you know, you're bruised and you're sore. And I think mentally sometimes it just takes such a toll on your mental health. And if you've been trying for years to get pregnant and sometimes you just need a break. And the other thing you said, which I liked was taking a break and trying to do things that you enjoyed like pre-infertility that is so important it's also really hard I think but that you know go out with your friends for the weekend I think you guys made the decision to stay where you were and was it go skiing I think it was you know something that just sounded like so much fun yes I I kept my airline tickets and just went skiing anyway because we we were in a clinic that was in Colorado so I was like I'm just gonna go because I love skiing I've always since I've been three years old love skiing and hadn't been able to do it because mm-hmm. of treatments for several years. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. What is it? Who were you and what did you enjoy before infertility? Yeah, that's the question. Who were you and what did you, who were you? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's and sometimes you can't remember. You're like, yes. oh, I don't know, can't remember. It was so long ago. So yeah, that I, when I was listening to your story, I was so, even though you're, you've had a more complicated situation, I mean, so many of your points were the same. It's like, who were you before infertility? What did you used to do? How's your mental health? How's your physical health? And it just, yeah, a lot of it kind of hit home with me as well. Rest when needed, mental and physical health, all very important. Exactly. Well, thank you, Maria, for joining us. Where can we find you for those who are interested in working with you or just following along with you? Yeah, sure. I, on Instagram is Fitness Fertility. I'm on Twitter is Fitness Fertility. I'm everywhere. I've also got a Facebook page, Fitness Fertility. <laughs> I'm just setting up um my kind of business as we speak really that's what I'm working on at the minute I should be open for business soon if you want to get in touch just get in touch like I just want to help people um whether it's on Insta or Twitter or Facebook or ever just you know send me a message and I'll be delighted to try and help if I can well thank you Maria so much for joining us and thank you for providing us with your three hopeful hints make sure you go and follow her I think fitness is such a big question like can I be doing this should I be doing this so head over to Maria's page and ask her and make sure you join us next week for hopeful hints to bring you peace as you walk through your infertility journey If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.